Hey, it's me, Eddie B. And are you like me and wish you could be at every single no prep race out there, but you know you can't? Well, that's all right. Because this week's sponsor here on the Ease and Bees podcast will take you live to every event they go to. That's No Prep Felons. Live. Make sure you guys go check out our friends Bob and Kelly Rice there at noprepfelons.com for all of their action. Make sure you keep up to date with him. Get that bell. Everything clicked. Subscribe to their YouTube. That's No Prep Felons Live. A proud sponsor of the E's and B's podcast. Don't miss it. Sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the bacon and eggs of Pressing Sports Podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie With the right kind and you're wrong. I used 10W30. And besides, motor oil would have nothing to do with this accident. True. But you can't latch the hood too well if you don't take the can out, you no-selling waste of space. I swear to God, you're worthless. I'm sorry about your car. But don't call me worthless. I'm trying my best. I'm not my dad. That's right. You're not your dad. He could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. Friday! 
Thanks for joining us again here on this beautiful Friday, July 14th, 2023, where you be. The fireworks are gone. It's time to sing those summer songs. You know the deal. Crack those eggs. Butter that toast. Because it's time for the sunny side. Yes, welcome back to the E's and B's. And as you know, NBA Summer League, well, it's wrapping up, going up this weekend, Monday being the final day. They're in Las Vegas. And as you all know, several teams still on the board, undefeated. Those top eight teams going into this weekend, looking to finalize their summer summer league play and be on top there come Monday as you know the number one pick the big talk all week as the big W as we'll call him here on the E's and B's getting shut down for the remainder part of the summer league play looks like probably a better idea for him in my opinion look like a deer caught in the headlights out there a few times but we definitely could see there might be some improvement in the summer getting into the season. Keep your eye on San Antonio for the beginning of the year because that will be the big talk down there in Texas. But as I said, Summer League wrapping up. Keep your eyes on some of that. We'll keep our eyes on some of the trade talk and everything else coming through the offseason. And we'll guide you all the way up to camps. And of course, the start of the 2023-24 NBA season right here on the best. Make sure you guys like. Like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell someone about this podcast. Talking camps, let's keep things going. Bounce the ball from the court and go to the gridiron. That's right, from summer league to training camp. That's right. Like the greatest wrestling fraction ever there out there, the four horsemen, put your fours up because we are just four, count them, four days away from rookies reporting to NFL 2023-24 camp. We cannot wait here at the E's and B's. We're so excited for this year's season on the gridiron. We cannot wait to dive all the way into all 32 teams and look inside and see what's going to be happening as the season unfolds. But like I said, just four days and then turn around on the 25th. The vets and the rest of the squad will be showing up as NFL camps will be kicking off. Of course, still a couple names out there like Hopkins and Cook, Elliott, all dangling, looking for a squad. Will they be picked up before camps are over? We'll keep an eye on that. And like I said, there's still a lot of injury talk we got to keep an eye on. And just noted a couple days ago, HBO picking up the New York Sucks, I mean Jets, as their Hard Knocks show. So that'll be very interesting, of course. Who wouldn't figure the diva himself now going to be on HBO along with that new city? The pressure's on up there in New York. They're going to have all eyes on them, but we know this. We'll have all eyes on all 31 teams besides that team as well right here on The Best. Keeping things going here on the sunny side up. Let's switch gears, pick up the pace, and talk some 
racing. Gentlemen, start your engine. Junior, tonight is a car. Fans on their feet. That's right. That's the sounds coming from last week there as Mother Nature won again in Atlanta. Finishing the race early, of course, they knew the rain was on the way. And in the old words of old JR, business was a picking up there towards the end. A lot of pushing and shoving, a lot of spinning. But I got to say, this track definitely would have finished a banger of a race if we would have got to run the full length. But instead, in the end, coming out on top and getting his fourth. That's right. What a theme we got going here. Fourth win of the year, that's right. The number 24 machine of Willie B. That's right, Willie Byron getting the win there last weekend in Atlanta. Making the right decision, staying out on the last call. And while everyone went in to get gas and two tires, Willie deciding to hold off, thinking the rain would come, and he was right. So congratulations to Team Hendrick and them picking up another win as we turn in. 15 to go right here in the NASCAR season. Let's talk about how those points set starting out in the 16th spot. It's going to be the 34 machine of Michael McDowell. In the 15th, it's going to be the 99 car of Daniel Suarez. In the 14th spot, it's going to be the 47 machine of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. 13th spot's going to be the 45 car of Tyler Reddick. In the 12th spot, it's the 6th car of Brad Kozlowski. 11th is going to be the 17th car of his teammate, Chris Busher. 10th spot is going to be the 22 machine of Joey Laguno. The 9th spot is going to be the 4th car of Kevin Havoc. 8th spot is going to the 5 machine of Kyle Lawson. 7th is going to be the number 12 machine of Ryan Blaney. 6th is going to be the 11th car of Denny Hamlin. 5th is going to be the 1 machine of Ross Crash'em Up Chastain. Fourth is going to be the 20 machine of Christopher Bale. Third is going to be number eight car of Kyle Busch. Two is going to be the 19 machine of Martin Truex Jr. And as you know, on top right now, as it stands, it's the 24th car of Willie B. Folks, like I said, 11 winners, 15 to go. Will we get any more on top? We'll keep an eye on that. Heading to New Hampshire this weekend. And of course, once again, Mother Nature's on everybody's mind and on the radar. We'll keep you up to date with all the winners, losers, crashes, and everything you need to know sliding off the NASCAR track right here on the best. Keeping things going, let's switch it up and go to the crossover. That's right. Last weekend there in Ohio, it was the Buckeye Figure 8 Nationals going down there at Painesville Speedway. And of course, 15 of the baddest outlaw figure eights on track and of course some from indiana making the trip up to make it a lot more interesting we want to take a moment out and give a special shout out to crossover traffic jacob and aaron thank you so much for all you do keeping us from 1600 miles away all up to date with some of those races when you were there and going live so if you guys have not checked out crossover traffic go check them out and a side note here coming up in just two weeks we will have them right here as our guest on the e's and b's to talk about the the 43rd annual sunny thompson memorial figure eight race going on at the speed room we'll have crossover traffic right here on e's and b's to talk all about it but let's talk about what happened last weekend a lot of single lane racing hard to pass there in painesville and definitely rain was an issue there as well but we did get the race in holding them off and getting his first big win of the year. Congratulations to the number 48 machine of Craig Vanderwetting from us here at the E's and B's on an outstanding run led from beginning to end, held them off and run a solid, solid race with t- people like Chad Sizemore, the Tunnies, and, and Jeff 
Shackelford coming right on through the backside, trying to get to the front. A total 12-car invert definitely made it interesting. Kept some of those slower cars in front and holding the fast guys back. But in the end, congratulations to Craig and his team on an outstanding run and a very huge win this weekend. It's the 7th annual Mike Gregg. Senior Memorial, 75 laps down there at the Speedrome. Keep your eyes out for crossover traffic. It cannot be there. We will have all the action coming through the middle. Rex, winners, and everything you need to know right here next week on the best. Keeping things going on the short track side of things right here in the state of Colorado. That's right, our home track, Colorado National Speedway. Last weekend, of course, a big firework weekend right here. We had the super late models in town along with the late models and the super stocks. Getting the big win and a shout out to him, number 82 in Michael Scott. For the Super Late Miles, congratulations on a huge win last weekend in the Late Miles division. It was the number 21, J of Michael Galagos. Congratulations to him on the big Late Model win and wrapping it up down there in the Super Sox. Holding off the charging Chris Cox and our boy, that's right, the E's and B's veteran, the 23 machine of Jordan Abeda. It was the number nine car once again getting the win. Congratulations to this man. He's been on fire all season long. Brick. Cave, congratulations from us here at the E's and B's. Can't wait this weekend. They've got Pute, the Pro Trucks, Legends, Modifieds, and Bandaneros. Keep your eyes out. That's Colorado National Speedway. Also going down this weekend, a huge race in my hometown. That's right, Anderson Speedway, as it is the Red Bud. 100, that's right. ASA is what it used to be to me, but all kinds of big names on the docket. How about Bubba Pollard, Ty Majetsky, Gio Reguero, Casey Roderick, Chase Berta, Stephen Nassie, about 20 to 25 of the baddest super late model drivers on the planet will be right there at the fa- at the fastest quarter mile bank speedway in America. The Anderson Speedway, make sure you guys check it out. It's the 50th running of the ASA Redbud 400 Anderson Speedway, the fastest banked quarter mile in the world make sure you guys go check it out we'll have all the winners losers and everything coming off the high banks right here next week on the best make sure you guys like share subscribe pass the gravy spread the butter tell a friend tell a member tell some about this podcast keeping things going let's switch things up go from the roundy round world to the strip that's right drag strip racer going on how about mpk i know we haven't touched on it well they are on a break as we know they'll be coming back to us here in the second week of august but as we do we want to give you a quick rundown of the top eight as it sets there for the mpk world making their trip around to all the beautiful tracks here. Starting out in eighth, we got Lizzie Musi. Seven spots gonna be the Swanstrom machine of Justin. Six is Scott Taylor. Five is Nate Saylor. Four is Kayla Mor- Morton. Three is Gentel Giuseppe. Two is Kai Kelly. And on top right now, as it sits, Damon Merchant. I know they're doing a lot of different things this season. The teams will dive a lot more into it as it goes forward. Of course, we will be going to an MPK race this season right here at Bandemir Speedway coming up September 8th. One of the last races at that beautiful track. We'll be going live and talking a lot more about that. Of course, meeting up with our good, great friends, No Prep Felons, live, Bob and Kelly Rice. Make sure you guys go check out No Prep Felons for all 
of the baddest live feed action. As you know, they're a proud sponsor here on the E's and B's. But MPK will be keeping you up to date with that as it moves forward. Like I said, we got a couple more weeks before they get back to the track. But be on the lookout because they're going to be at all kinds of races. Kind of like what we're about to talk about coming up next in the note kind of style. Hey, it's me, Eddie B from the E's and B's podcast. And we're here to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored to you by... Ohio Grudge Racing. Shout out to OGR, Josh Robinson and crew. Make sure you guys go go check them out at OhioGrudgeRacing.com for some bomb-ass photos, videos, and keeping you up to date with the World Series of No Prep Racing. That's Ohio Grudge Racing. Make sure you check them out. Let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. They are a proud sponsor of today's podcast, OhioGrudgeRacing.com. So, switching it up from the big tire boys, let's turn it over to those small tire kind of no prep action. As we know, coming off of last weekend, a huge weekend across the nation. Of course, a big bat to the bone race there in Ohio. We had the hard tire, run what you brung, small tire, all those, all those classes for Ohio cut. Ohio cash days at the hill. That's right, KD. Big, big race last weekend. And let's get right to it on those winners. A big, huge, Shout out to Ashley and Brandon Moore getting their first big win. Ashley back on track to taking that hill there on Saturday and coming out on top. Congratulations to Team 24-7 Motorsports from us here at A's and B's getting the huge win. Congratulations to them. Also, shout out to the Canadians winning not only the truck division, but true street there on Friday. Congratulations to those guys coming all the way down from Canada each and every week to hang with some of the baddest small tire racers in the nation. And this week, they finally got the two big wins. Congratulations to them. And then, of course, on Saturday in the big race, the small tire race, it came down to a very familiar face and somebody who's been red hot here lately. It was none other than Raggedy Ann and C.J. Buckner versus Tay Necked with Rusty Lions. Rusty Lions been red hot lately, but as we all know, C.J. Buckner on the return from, the course, the crash last season. Hasn't had very many good outings here recently, but has been slowly putting it together. Well, this night, he was just a little short. Congratulations to Rusty Lions and team on a big, big win there on a very very close race. Rusty getting shot on out the hole and uh, pretty much half-tracked. He come back at the end, get the win. Congratulations, though, to him and his team, along with CJ and Team Raggedy Ann, bouncing back harder than ever and looking very, very good there at the hill. Congratulations to them. We know it's very, very soon before they both will be right back in the winner's circle or in the finals, so cannot wait to see that. Also, don't don't forget a lot of bad to the bone action going down this weekend, starting off with one of the biggest races down there in Oklahoma. How about oh, Armageddon number eight? And it'll be presented to you by No Prep Felons. That's right. If you can't be there, my man Bob will have you covered the best three angle coverage in the game. Make sure you guys go follow No Prep Felons so you do not miss out. Like I said, folks, some of those big and bad names are going to be there. Even some of those TV stars like Daddy Dave, Ryan Martin, 
Murdanova, all those guys going to be hanging out with people like Casey Max and some of those big bangers. Rumor has it, Team Next possibly heading that direction. So keep your eyes out. Going down live this weekend, Outlaw Armageddon 8. Coming to you from No Prep Felons. Also, we got Pour Your Own Puddle presented to you by Detroit Hood TV going on at Milan up in Michigan. Make sure you guys go check out Ohio Grudge Racing. Our friend Josh Robinson and crew, they'll be on property for that one as well. They should be on the uh, online live feed as that race takes off. So a lot of big races going on. And then don't forget, how about Cash Days of Virginia? That's right. Our boys, Happy and Limpy, putting on Cash Days at Virginia. Twin River Dragway, one of the sketchiest dragways over there on the east coast make sure you guys check out spool media along with limpy for the live feed on that one it's gonna be some bad to the bone action out east all weekend long folks we're gonna have all those winners losers and everybody coming out of the small tire nope we're right here on the best with that that's gonna wrap up the sunny side stay tuned coming up next we're gonna dive going back gone that's right we're gonna dive into the mlb leaders and what happened this week on the all-star game you're listening to the a's and b's Bucks. Oh, popped it up gotta have one i don't think he did it he did not do it oh my Glad guerrero jr will hang on and win the 2023 T-Mobile Home Run Derby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to this week's me. As you heard there in the opening, the 2023 All-Star and Home Run Game in the books, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. becoming the 2023 Home Run Derby champion, congratulations to him, but I want to talk a little bit more about that Home Run Derby before we dive into this week's meet. How about all of the contestants putting on a display, but, but Mookie Betts, in my opinion, my man didn't take his time out and rush through his swings, and uh, he had the lowest amount of home runs there in round number one, but starting out with the Orioles all day, Rushman, my man, hitting a smoking 20 home runs from the left side of the plate and then switch hit. That's right. Went to the other side and his first eight pitches were bombs gone over the wall there in the first round. Was not enough, though, unfortunately, to hold off his opponent as the hometown boy. Let me tell you, that was the star of the show. Unfortunately for him, not getting the win as Julio Rodriguez, my man, smashing 41 home runs in the first round. Had that place chanting, sounding like a cathedral stadium chant, Julio, Julio. It was insane. One of the best home run derbies I have witnessed in the last four to five years. Very, very challenging on those guys as they've got to pick the pace up as they're trying to race the clock. But awesome, awesome stuff. Like I said, Pete Alonzo, the defending champion, went up and went out there as he had to go up against Julio and those 41 home runs. He had no chance in hell as uh, Vince McMahon's theme would go. Uh, very cool stuff. 
Like I said, congratulations to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. as he overcomes the Rays there in the, the finals to become the champion. Now on to the All-Star game this year. A little different, huh? As we know, the American League has won the last nine years. Well, folks, that is over. That's right. As the National League finally knocking off the American League, and it's even cooler and gives me goosebumps to say this, it was because of a Colorado Rocky. That's right. Shout out to Elias Diaz smashing that two-run home run and putting the National League up there Tuesday night. Three to two, enough to hold them off and get their first win in nine tries. That's right. Congratulations to the National League. And, of course, congratulations to the MVP, Elias Diaz. That's right. Your Colorado Rocky home run hitting Elias Diaz getting the MVP nod there Tuesday at the All-Star Game. Well, that's cool stuff from us here. As we know, the Rockies, probably one of the worst teams in baseball right now. But very cool to see for someone uh, from that squad to get the honor. Now let's talk about we are halfway through. That's right, of the MLB season, folks. We are right at the halfway point. From here on out, it's going to be nothing but a push to keep up with the top teams in your division and make sure you're there at the end to be a part of this year's playoff postseason race. Let's talk about how those standings set going into this big weekend and second half of the season. That's right. In the American League, it's the Tampa Bay Rays. They are at a 58-35, and 35, two games up in their division. Now, five of those teams in that division are within nine games, folks. So the tightest division in baseball is that division that Tampa Bay is the leader of. Then we got the Cleveland Indians, and in what I call them. They are at a 45-45, and 45, just a half Game up there on the Twins and rounding out the American League is those Texas Rangers. They are at 52 and 39, two games up in their division. Switching it up to the National League, it's the, oh, 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 you know the deal. The Atlanta Braves, the best team in baseball. They are at 60 and 29, eight and a half games up in their division. Then we got the Cincinnati Redlegs. They're at 50 and 41, dangling one game up in their division. And last but not least, it's those LA Pay Me Dodgers. We've got a three-way tie at 51 and 38 with them and the Arizona Diamondbacks. That's right, tied there at the Giants two and a half back to those. So very close stuff as we start the second half of the season there in the divisions. Let's talk about who leads on the stat side of things. Starting off on the batting, it's Miami's Luis Arez. He's killing it, folks. Been the talk of the tape the last couple weeks. Gonna hit 400 or is he not? He's batting a solid 383 as it sets going into this weekend. On the home run side of things, it's the Angels. Otani. He's got 32 right now, slugging over the fence. RBI side, it's our Garcia from the Rangers. He's got 75 hits. It's back to Luis Arez from those Marlins. He's got 126 of those puppies. And on the stolen base side of things, it's still our boy Ruiz from the A's. He's got 40. 
three. Now, on the pitching side of things, how about wins? It's Arizona's Zach Gollin. He's got 11. There's also two other guys with 11 as well. On the EAR, on the EAR side of things, how about Famber Valdez from the Houston Astros? He's pitching a solid 2.51 on the ERA. Saves, it's going to be Jordan Romano from Toronto. <laughs> that rhymes. He's got 26 and rounding it out on the strikeouts. It's still our boy Spencer Strider from the Braves with 166. That's how it sits. Second half, who do you got? Who will be on top? We'll be diving all things baseball. Keep it up to date with the slides, the hits, and everything else you need to know right here on The Best. With that, that's going to wrap up the meet. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to be climbing the ropes and dropping from the top. That's right. We're going to get to my favorite segment of the show. It's the scramble, and we're going to talk some wrestling. Next, you're listening to the E's and B's podcast. L.A. fucking guy. L.A. whatever the fuck his name is. I got to yeah, We're scrolling guy. down through the roster right now. Those of you yeah. listening, we're looking for tomorrow's Hulk Hogan or tomorrow's Roman Reigns. Um, put, okay, L.A. Knight. There he is. Go back. Yeah, L.A. Knight. Okay, L.A. Knight. Pull that motherfucker up. Am I the only one that sees, like, an absolute ripoff of The Rock? To the point where he cut the promo on fucking uh, Logan Paul or whatever the fuck his name is. He said, yeah, stick it. The only thing he didn't do was turn the motherfucker sideways. Sideways. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you got like, what is everybody have amnesia? Welcome to the scramble. Coming from the top rope, dropping elbows. As you heard right there, the talk of the week this week in WWE. Kevin Nash having a bone to pick with our boy L. Hey, not yeah. Uh, as you can hear, he's definitely upset with uh, the cadence or the cadence and everything the LA Knight carries, and of course the charisma and everything that's been going on, and the crowd behind him. Very, very obvious to see, in my opinion. But Kevin Nash, not a fan, as you heard. My opinion. Let's go back to every wrestler ever generated. They all copy off of people, in my opinion. So, I don't know. My opinion, he needs to put his foot in his mouth because he's talking out the side of his neck when it comes to picking out wrestlers, copying people's thing. I don't know. My opinion, I think LA Knight, the hottest thing going there at WWE. But other things going on. Cody, of course, still dealing with Judgment Day. Judgment Day being a huge topic as they are now bouncing on both shows and NXT all week long, they've been on the sh- on the television, but keep an eye out as there might be cracks in the Judgment Day. As we know, Damian Priest possibly costing 
Finn Balor the chance for that title against Seth Rollins there at Money in the Bank, and it has not been right ever since, but they seem to be patching it up. We'll keep an eye on that little feud, as well as the feud between Logan Paul and Ricochet. Is it real or is it not? The beef between those two online saying that Ricochet botched some moves. Logan Paul too early to be calling out vets. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Let us know here at the Ease and Bees. Make sure you guys are liking, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell someone about this podcast. Other big things, how about the bloodline? We know that has been crumbling for months now, but it's all coming right in front of our eyes as this weekend there tonight on SmackDown. We'll see what the next step will be. Will Jay and Jimmy take more of advantage of this situation or will Roman keep bouncing back like he did last week? We'll keep an eye on that story and all the others coming out of the WWE world. Keep you up to date right here on The Best. Switching things up, let's go from that channel to the other channel. Tori Cunning, the muscle buster, did not want to get caught with that. Joe's momentum against him. And now using Joe's momentum to the children. On this guy, hold on a second. Joe is down to two on the run. That's right, going down there the other night on the AEW collision as we had a classic, that's right, a classic rivalry as CM Punk and Samoa Joe squared off there last Saturday night and CM Punk finally getting the win over Samoa Joe, but of course Samoa Joe getting the last word, putting him in the choke after they shook hands in the Ring of Honor tradition, but we know that rivalry will carry on. Awesome stuff. Collision. Keep rolling hard because it's one of my new favorites. But there, Wednesday night, they were still stuck in Canada on Dynamite. Starting the show off with Jericho. A little flashback to his Canadian days. He had one hell of an opener with Don Callis coming out after the victory and asking him once again about his new fraction if he would join. That still lingered throughout the episode. We've seen the big guy turn in the purple hat because of this situation. So keep your eye on that. As we know, coming up next week, it's blood and guts. That's right. Live on Dynamite. And we know it's going to be Team Elite versus Team BBC. That's right. And they are still looking for one member each on the team. And they announced it there Wednesday night as Shibata will be the partner for the Elite. One big name there for them. And then, of course, a returning AEW member for the BCC. It was none other than Pink. That's right. Pack, of course, has a bone to pick with Kenny Omega as well. So that should be interesting. A lot of action going down next week at Blood and Guts. So keep your eye on that one. Also there Wednesday night, how could I forget MJF and Adam Cole, baby. That team tearing it up in the mixed blind tag tournament as they now advance to the finals to take on Sammy and Danny Garcia. That's right. The winner of that will take on FTR as long as FTR gets through the two out of three falls this weekend against Juice Robinson and of course Killswitch himself, Jay White. We'll keep an eye on that. All kinds of action 
I'm telling you what, AEW's got Rampage tonight, Collision, and Battle of the Belts tomorrow. And don't forget, Impact, anniversary, their big pay-per-view. Bully Ray going to be going up against the big CEO. Will he be able to stay in the company? We'll keep an eye on that and give you everything else coming off the ropes, out of the cage, and everything else you need to know from the wrestling world right here on The Best. One last thing before we get to the toast here this week. How about last weekend? Right there in Las Vegas, it was UFC. 290 going down there from the T-Mobile Arena. Two belts on the line and only one changing hands. That's right. But let's talk about this. What a way to go out. You cannot show the What a way to go out. I mean... There are no fairy tales in fighting. Robbie Lawless is living one right now. That's a fairy tale. That's a fairy tale ending. That's right, the fairy tale ending for the ruthless Rowdy Lawler there last Saturday as he knocked out Nico there early in the first round in his retirement match. One hell of a retirement speech. Go back, check it out. My man has been on top for a long time. Congratulations to Robbie Lawler on an outstanding career there in the UFC. I'm sure it won't be the last time we see him. We know he'll be a big name for a long time, probably in a lot of those camps. And who knows, that bare knuckle stuff, well, it's got real popular, and that seems to be right up his alley. So we'll keep an eye on that. Congratulations on the knockout win to Robbie Lawler. Now let's talk about the main card. How about Punjab? He got the big Win over Brandon Moreno, taking the belt off his hands, and I kind of seen that one coming. That boy had meant that boy meant business from the second he arrived there in Vegas, and it looked like Moreno was just outgunned. But this will not be the last time we see those two in the ring. We'll keep an eye on the rematch for that one, and then of course. Deprius, my man, destroyed Whitaker getting a big win. That guy looking for another title shot, hopefully soon in the future as well. And the champ, well, he stays the champ. That's right, Velosky, my man, getting the win over Rodriguez. Congratulations to him holding on to the belt on an outstanding fight there last Saturday night. Now, the next big bout will be just coming up, UFC 291. And I got to tell you, it's a stacked card we'll be diving into that keeping you up to date with everything all the way up to and everything else you need to know out of the fight world make sure you guys are supporting all your local indie wrestling promotions out there we support rocky mountain pro here at the e's and b's if without if it wasn't without those local indie wrestling promotions there would not be any of these athletes out there that you see on your tv so make sure you're supporting all of your wrestling local indie promotions and all those local gyms that's how these fighters and wrestlers get their start With that, that's going to wrap things up. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap this whole thing up like a burrito. That's right. Coming up next, it's The Toast. You're listening to The E's and B's Podcast. Yeah. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, go. Hey! 
It's everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon, your butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast, as we always do each and every week here on the toast. We give out those weekly personal shout-outs to kick things off. Let's get right to those shout-outs. Starting on off with our big good friend over there at Ohio Grudge Racing. Make sure you guys check out Josh Robinson at OhioGrudgeRacing.com, a proud sponsor of our A's and B's podcast. And, of course, he's always on some of those live feeds, some of the baddest pictures, and, of course, the recap every Monday there on YouTube. That's OhioGrudgeRacing.com. Also, a big shout-out to our friends over there at No Prep Felons. That's Bob and Kelly Rice. Make sure you guys check out Bob and Kelly on No Prep Felons Live to keep up to date with the baddest three-angle live feed in the No Prep world. That's No Prep Felons Live. Also, go check out Limpy, our homeboy. Also, with him, Happy and Kinsey at Support Your Local Street Racer. Those guys putting on some awesome races across the nation. Shout out to Jeff Thomas and Julie Randall, Nikki. Also, shout out to Nitrous Nikki. Shout out to 24-7 Motorsports. Shout out to SRC and Old Man's Garage. Shout out to Jimmy Dale. Shout out to Team Meatball. Shout out to Raggedy Ann. Shout out to Carolina Performance, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout out to Pennywise Racing and Media. Shout out to Jasper Graham, Bipolar Performance and Team. Shout out to Clock Out Fab. Shout out to the Tunnies. Shout out to Matt Smith. Shout out to the Hilton and Team Abeda. Shout out to Rocky Mountain Pros. Yaden, Dustin, Lilith, Remy, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, Ty, and oh. My peeps at The Green Solution. Make sure you guys check out The Green Solution, 810 North College Road. Make sure you guys check out The Green Solution for all your cannabis needs. All right. Make sure you guys are supporting the show over at easeandbees.org. Follow us at easeandbees.org for all of our social media outlets. That's where you can find the YouTube page and, of course, the big merch page. Make sure you guys go support the show. Buy a shirt. That's right. Easeandbees merch. That's on easeandbees.org. Click that merch button. It'll guide you right there. Many selections, different colors, stickers, cups, you name it. That's easeandbees.org. Click that merch button. Also, coming up very soon this weekend, we'll have some new videos dropping there on YouTube. Go check out the YouTube. We're still searching for all the subscribers we can get. That way we can bring you some bad to the bone live action wherever we are or wherever we may be. Also going down, make sure you guys are checking out coming up in two weeks. That's right. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, our new guest. That's right. We're going to have crossover traffic right here live on the E's and B's to talk about the 43rd annual Sonny Thompson Memorial Race there at the Speedrome for the Outlaw Figure Eights. But can't wait to have Jacob and Aaron right here. Crossover traffic. Make sure you guys check them out for all of the baddest Outlaw Figure Eight action. Also, hey, if you want to be on the show, get at us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to be a proud sponsor like No Prep Felons and Ohio Grudge Racing, make sure you guys get at us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. We'll get you a contract, get you played on here three times a week. We also will attach a commercial or audio video to whatever you may be on the YouTube each time we have a guest or anytime we put a video on the YouTube channel there. So if you want to be a sponsor of the E's and B, or it doesn't cost that much to help out a great breakfast wrestling and sports podcaster, make sure you guys get ass at E's and B's podcast at gmail.com. Coming up next week, we got a huge surprise for you. That's right, folks. The A's and B's show going on the road. That's right. We'll be live from Las Vegas. That's right. A's and B's making a little vacation out there. So next week's podcast will be a little different. And make sure you're up to date there on the YouTube. Click that bell because we will 
or I will be going live from the strip, from the hotel room, whatever it may be. Who knows? But check out what we're up to next week live from Vegas. And, of course, next week's podcast will be produced in Vegas. So very first time for that. I can't wait. It's going to be an exciting time for the wife and I celebrating 12 years of marriage coming up this Sunday. So shout out to LB. I love you. I can't wait to celebrate in Vegas. It's going to be awesome. All right, with that, let's get to this week's Sports Illustrated Fact of the Day. D.C. United reigned supreme in the inaugural 1996 MLS Cup, winning 3-2 against the Los Angeles Galaxy in overtime. And that is today's Sports Illustrated Fact of the Day. All right, with that, you know what time it is. Let's get right to it. And yo. City top ten cities downloaded goes like this. Starting off with number ten. Shout out to a new one. How about Mason, Michigan? Thank you so much. Shout out to Mason, Michigan. Number nine. It's right here in the home state. It's Aurora, Colorado. Shout out to Aurora, Colorado. Number eight. How about Lagrange, Georgia? Shout out to. LaGrange, Georgia. Number seven, how about this? It's Independence. You know the deal. Thank you so much. Independence, Kentucky. Number six, it's Cincinnati, Ohio. Thank you so much, Cincinnati, Ohio. Number five, right back here, it's the home capital. How about Denver, Colorado? Thank you so much, Denver. Number four, back to my home state. How about Indianapolis, Indiana? Thank you so much, Indianapolis, Indiana. Number three, it's overseas like normal. It's Frankfurt. Germany. Shout out to Frankfurt, Germany. Much love. Number two, it's the home city where we live, Fort Collins, Colorado. Shout out to all my friends in Fort Collins. And back on top, as always, number one, it's Louisville, Kentucky. Thank you so much for all the love. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell someone about this podcast give us that five-star review like lb always says and have a awesome kick-ass weekend and until next week you know the deal make sure you eat your breakfast be safe we love you peace